With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Please enjoy what turned out to be the final episode, final show of our East Cage tour. We're talking about the Neil LeBute Wicker Man remake. Uh, this is Wicker Man 2006 live at the Gramercy Theater from right here in New York City. I like the sound of that, you guys. Chris Cabin, you've been brought here of your own accord. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're going to kill him, right? There's yeah, a move. The yeah this is the end of the tour. This is what we've been building up like 10 years of this show just to fucking execute him on the stage. It's my time. <laughs> we have a giant wicker man backstage. We're going to roll out soon. It's, oh, full yeah. of, it's full of pigs and shit. You got one made? <laughs> yeah, and we're going to burn this whole place down. Uh, <laughs> yeah, kill us! Yeah! yeah. Yes! Yes! It's a weird thing to cheer for, you guys. Go with it. <laughs> My name is Andrew Jupin. I'm Chris Cabin. Eric Siska. Steven Sadak. And we are We Hate Movies from right here in New York City. We've been talking about Nicolas Cage for four fucking days, man. In the history of bad ideas. What's up there? Is this in True Detective season two? <laughs> like neck and neck. Um, no, Vince Vaughn. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. The I'm... wedding crasher? <laughs> yeah, him. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow, you went with Vince. You know what? Time's kind of a flat circle. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. Who was that? George Lucas? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking. We could add the flat circle later in post. We didn't have the technology to do the flat circle at the time. Uh, really quickly, you guys, how many of you are familiar with the program we run on the internet? A couple of people. Very cool. Um, if you're not, like we always say, if you're here for the first time, if you're here on an awkward first date, you have to fight. Yeah, that's right. This is a give and take. You guys fight for us, and yeah. we'll talk into the microphone. That's right. Alternatively, <laughs> uh, we're a comedy show. It's a podcast uh, for the older people. That's internet radio. It's a what? Sort of. It's like a what? It's radio. a pod? It's a what? My drawers? <laughs> uh, where we take a, a bad movie and use it as a jumping off point for entertaining and profane conversation. Um, so really quickly, I would like to know... How many, before we announced the tour, how many of you guys had seen this movie before? Fair enough. How many of you watched it in advance of this tour only? Apologies. You poor souls. <laughs> Sorry. It's kind of a B movie, right? <laughs> uh, 
Valley. Get the fuck out. <laughs> right off the bat. There's an exit there. There's an exit start. over there. And man. <laughs> How many of you guys would consider yourselves Nicolas Cage fanatics? Yeah. That was the whole thing. Someone said to me a couple nights ago, like, you're doing this whole thing shitting on Nicolas Cage. And it was like, well, but we love him. Yeah. yeah. Everybody all... makes bad choices sometimes. Sure. Well, uh, okay. Yeah. How many of you are Neil LeBute fanatics? <laughs> oh, Why boy. the fuck for? <laughs> take it back. Whoever did that, take it back. What a weird thing to admit in public, man. You guys are brave. Yeah, this is a remake of that old movie that was about, like, paganism versus Christianity, and this movie's about fucking women. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah there's just a whiteboard, it's just women with a cross through it. <laughs> Bunch of lying women. <laughs> lying, bee-loving, honey-making women. It's like, let me write 200 pages just to yell the word bitch at the end. Yeah, just one. It's just the one. <laughs> I think the script note was like, and then Nicholas just says bitch repeatedly. <laughs> um, yeah, how many of you guys have seen the original film with uh, Christopher Lee? That's good, right? Damn straight. And, yeah. and it made sense. Those pagans and stuff, they were pretty cool. Yeah. And I think like, if the paganism was allowed to stick around, there would have been reformations, and it would be totally normal. More well, holidays. Yeah. And there's nice like folk songs about fucking in barley and fucking in corn going on. It's isn't, really nice. It's really that nice. Better? That's disgusting, man. That's like fucking on the beach. You're just getting shit everywhere. Yeah. We should have done, like put in modern songs like stained. <laughs> just get stained in it. Yeah, we should have gruffed it up a little bit. Like new metal up that soundtrack. It was 2006. We still I'm afraid to be a bee. And I feel all the stings, <laughs> etc. And that goes on for a while. Yeah, we could. It kind of felt like it already was going on <laughs> for a while, just from down here. <laughs> so uh, a lot of you have seen this movie, right? This is a movie where Nicolas Cage is tricked into coming out onto an island for some reason, missing child, something, something. He burns to death at the end. Yes. I feel like if you're remaking a movie with a famous twist ending. The move, and I could be wrong, but the move mm. is to not do the exact same twist ending. Just maybe. You've come here of your own accord to a continental breakfast. <laughs> no, these donuts are stale! They're stale! <laughs> Otherwise, it was pretty good. I'll give you five stars on Airbnb. <laughs> so, in this movie, Nicolas Cage, is a, he's a chip. He's part of the California Highway Patrol. Yeah. Uh, and he has a little bit of a traffic accident, which you just saw. Unintentionally, one of the funniest things you'll ever see. Is he living in Stephen King's Maine? Like, this is a major... <laughs> I think it was the road from Pet Cemetery. It's a major trucking route in the middle of this fucking highway. Not only that, it's like a ghost truck. Because if you watch that scene, it's just like, where the, where the hell did a truck come from? <laughs> that was the first and last self-driving truck. They're like, we're going to try it out. It's going to be great. We're going to cut the, the trucker's throats financially. Oh, no, it killed a wife. Uh, a, little man, a woman and a man. Or did it? Or, oh, or conversely, or did it? Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. <laughs> did anyone notice Aaron Eckhart at the beginning of this movie for no reason? He's just sitting at that truck stop bar <laughs> having coffee, and he leaves immediately. Well, I kind of feel like he was like, he texted Neil to be like, hey, man, you want to get coffee? He's like, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll give you coffee. And he's like, Oh, fuck, am I in a movie? No, dude, and that's the thing. I think they filmed him quitting. 
He was like, oh, wait, fuck it. I don't need this. It's 2006. Batman 2's right around the corner. But, like, I... He has that like cop friend, the guy that's like, oh man, this letter seems messed up. Make that Aaron Eckhart as opposed to no one. I bet you Neil LeBute still wanted to put him on the poster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and on, Aaron, Aaron Eckhart p- as diner patron. Come on, Aaron, just do it for me. Come on, buddy. I got a disaster on my hands here. Well, he was in that other abhorrent movie where. Uh, uh, in the Neil Company LeBute. of Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, your yeah. friends and neighbors. Good poster, bad movie. And that poster make that, makes that movie look really important, but it's not. Does, uh, does this movie count as good poster, bad movie? No. no. This poster's awful, man. <laughs> yeah. This looks like a, like a Rob Zombie album. <laughs> and? <laughs> also, similar to the 13 Ghosts remake, yeah. it's all just a yes. blurry face. Remember that one? So he's, <laughs> so it had he's, Tony Shalhoub in it. He's writing tickets, and this girl <laughs> throws a doll out, and he picks it up, and he's like, hey, lady. He picks it up like Mad Max on the highway, <laughs> just like one arm off this bike. Is that's me, a, it's a risk he didn't need to let take. Let me take my life into my own hands for litter. Well, this is after he's picked up a, 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 a Tony, like, Tony Robinson tape oh, right. by like, a guy who looks like Paul Giamatti shaved. <laughs> it Ew. says, everything's okay. Shouldn't and shaved off that beard. <laughs> I look like an idiot on my own audiobook cover. <laughs> you have to love yourself first. You have to love yourself <laughs> first. Trying to take my own fucking advice. <laughs> and, you know, he pulls the lady over and he's like, hey, you dropped this. And, like, the girl's like, oh, thanks. And throws it out again. And, I mean, I know this girl is, like, three seconds away from exploding. And I think that that's wrong. Or is she? But is that bad? I don't know. I just, is what bad? What, I just think a, she, she a girl might, exploding? She might deserve it. This is two times yeah. in a row. Oh, yeah, no, of... I totally agree. Yeah. When yeah. she throws it out the second time, she's like, I threw it out for a fucking reason. <laughs> and the, the mother says they're moving, and it's like, you're just being bad movers then. Like, <laughs> come on. Roll that window up. Well, yeah, it's like that, this, this girl, little girl will be a fucking terror at Applebee's. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. We'd get so- stuck right next to her, too. Sorry. That's what waiters do. Pick it up. You know, that kind of a thing. And then You're she- working for tips. And then a truck goes through the Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost truck. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it, 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 it hits them, and he's, like, almost going to get them out, and then it explodes, and he becomes Ghost Rider. And... Well- <laughs> You know something's up for a second, man, because that girl doesn't even try to get out of the car. Yeah. She's like three inches away from him, and he's like, give me your hand! <laughs> and she's like, mm-mm. It's you come in here way. to me. Now, am I crazy? They appear at the end of the film during the wickering. In Dude, spoilers, man. You saw the movie. <laughs> so it's just like, how did they get out? I, are they are they spirits? Magic. Like, yeah, I yeah. guess David Copperfield is part of the whole thing. There's a lot of mirrors. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or maybe David Blaine, like a little street magic. That was street magic, technically. <laughs> <laughs> Highway magic. Highway magic. It's like bit. the same thing, but a little more intense. More explosions. <laughs> so he's like off the force. He's like taking some R&R a little bit. And this female patrol woman comes up. She's like a friend of his. She does the rudest thing I've ever seen anyone do coming into someone's house. She comes into his house, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm not really accepting visitors. And there's a bottle of pills on the desk, and she just goes, are these helping? And I'm like, whoa, that's so rude. <laughs> he's like, yeah, my dick is fine. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. Exactly. 
I take it once a day and then I can go whenever. Like, yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. It's so rude. You're right. I didn't even think about that. Oh, letter from your divorce attorney, huh? Well, you're <laughs> some hot water. Invite, you're not a vampire. Inviting you into my house doesn't let you do anything you want. Wow, this alimony's high. She's <laughs> screwing you. Yeah, you're right. That's so rude. I never noticed it. <laughs> and it's like, basically, he's just taking some time off. He doesn't know if he's going to come back to the forest, you know? And like, He's acting like a teenager. Like, she's like, yeah, dude, are you okay? And he's like, well, I can't quit the forest. My dad will hate me. <laughs> like, dude, yeah, what, is he being, like, haunted? Because he says, my dad would hate me, so that dude's dead. Oh, no, I, I, or my dad would kill me. I think that might mean, like, you know, he's... he's if he ever found out? Yeah, I mean, he oh. might be around. It's like, my dad will kill me if he sees my... Uh, I my... thought he came from a long line of dudes who got wicker man. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> my dad was burned in effigy. Yeah, I'm half wicker man on my dad's side. Uh, <laughs> so it doesn't count. It's only if it's your mom. <laughs> I, I was birthed in a tub of honey. <laughs> oh, that sounds Ew. pretty good, actually. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Again, fucking on a beach, man. It's everywhere. I meant eating the person that's burned in the honey. Oh, I, uh, okay. Oh, like a seasoning, I see. Yeah. Like okay. a honey chicken. Honey right, chicken's delicious. Right? Interesting. I mean, why is Summer Isle not more discovered? I mean, this honey sounds amazing. It's artisanal, local. Well, also, Guy Fieri would be there by absolutely. now, Absolutely. Right? Oh, you think, oh, Dr diners yeah. drive in some dives? We're rolling out going to Summer Isle where they're making a, a bomb and hot honey chicken. <laughs> this bowl of bees is kicking. <laughs> oh no, they're breaking my legs. <laughs> I'm cooking up hotter than them tater tots. <laughs> they're burning me without seasoning me first. <laughs> There's no avocado in this bee helmet. Good thing I always keep donkey sauce on me. Wait a second. <laughs> These flames aren't on my shirt. <laughs> I think I just figured out how you make this movie better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he gets a letter from an ex-girlfriend of his. It's like, hey, my daughter is missing. I know you're a cop. I know it's been so long. You probably don't want to hear from me, et cetera, et cetera. But can you come out and see what's going on there, man? Biggest red flag of this, Steve? Oh, what's that? This letter is totally written in, like, calligraphy. Yeah. Do you ever get, like, a handwritten calligraphy note asking you to go somewhere? That's a hard pass. What if it's the Oscars? What if it's the Oscars? Not in calligraphy, man. <laughs> That's printed out. I don't even trust cursive anymore. <laughs> Not at all. Like, what? It's just because you can't read it. Yeah. <laughs> to Winton? No, thank you. Well, it's also on like parchment that like the Declaration of Independence was penned on. Oh, I'm gonna steal that. <laughs> I'm gonna steal this letter to Summer's Isle. <laughs> Secret map on the back to the honey. <laughs> B marks the spot. <laughs> and he kind of futzes around, like he goes, he, he asks his friend, like, hey, could you I guess he goes all the way to the police force just to be like, yo, dude, I'm going to be gone for a couple days. Literally, no one's going to miss me. The so. guy goes, the guy goes, hey, man, are you back? He's like, nope. <laughs> and the guy's like, all right, well, police business to conduct. Please leave. Just going to do an illegal investigation two states up. He's totally out of jurisdiction. This is insane what I'm, he's trying to do. I'm going to expense it. That's okay, right? <laughs> Meals and hotels. <laughs> So he gets on a ferry, and he's going to go there. He's in Washington now. He, he kind of tries to leave his buddy a message then. He's like, you're probably going to laugh about this. Oh, no, I don't have service. Like, yeah, do that two days ago. 
Well, it's 2006, man. That cell phone cuts out real easy. Yeah, it does. There was a cloud that went over. <laughs> they lost the signal. Um, this, this ferry ride starts my favorite part of this movie that comes up a couple of times. The totally unnecessary hallucinations he's having. He keeps seeing this girl get rammed by this truck. It's, well, and it gets funnier every fucking time. He has, like, nightmares in DVD menu. Like, it's all, like, <laughs> yes! pale white. It's, like, scenes from the movie that you've already seen. And he's not even hearing, like, what's going on. It just says, like, special features cast bio in the corner, and it's... <laughs> I have nightmares about that first X-Men DVD, man. It takes a while to get anywhere. It's a bunch of doors opening. I... Oh, man, thank you. I hated that. You know, you guys remember what we're talking about? It's like you just want to fucking watch X-Men and you got to solve puzzles. <laughs> or the season... I want to say it's the season two Buffy DVD. Yeah, really. Uh, it's... You go through a fucking graveyard. You go on like a hayride to watch a goddamn episode. <laughs> well, they had like... I had the box set of all the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies uh-huh. and it was like... Oh, you want to watch part three? Navigate your way through a haunted house. (laughs) Fuck you, play it! I'm already kind of drunk. This is not helping. The Simpsons ones where, like, you selected it and then Uh. they danced for, like, 20 minutes? (laughs) That was longer than the episode. Uh, So, yeah, he sees this girl... uh, Old man rants about DVDs. (laughs) You know that dead art? uh, Art? Art? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, he winds up uh, he, to get to the uh, to get to the island. He has to bribe like a, a harbor uh, a pilot there. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he's he. This is his main business. Yeah, is bringing things over there, and he's like, "Can't take you over there." He's like, "How about a hundred bucks?" Deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll throw my livelihood away for a hundred big ones. <laughs> that island where men disappear all the time. Why not? <laughs> He well, wa- Cage, uh, Cage has a dumb line, though. He doesn't say 100 bucks. He's like, how about for my friend Mr. Grant and his twin, Ulysses? <laughs> Wink. Do you get it, pilot? It's $100. <laughs> he just forgot which one was on which. He thought it was 200 bucks he was getting there. <laughs> and that was so line- like, oh, wow, $10,000? <laughs> Why, stop <Hot> it! <laughs> never seen this many $5,000 bills. (laughs) And it was that line that made me realize this whole, like, four different Nicolas Cage movies in four days was a fucking dumb idea. (laughs) Because the second I heard him say the name of a president, I just started thinking about National Treasure. Sure. I forgot what movie I was watching and had a fucking seizure in the living room. (laughs) How about for two clues to Ulysses S. Grant's treasure? (laughs) And he gets there, and like this guy's like, all right, man, but be cool about it. And he narks on him immediately. <laughs> like, there's this lady who's like, well, what are you doing here? No one's allowed on this island. It's private. And she's like, oh, did that harbor pilot do it? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and then they're, they're holding this bleeding sack of something. <laughs> and it's like moving around. He's like, oh, what is that, a shark? Which, first of all, what? <laughs> and yeah, then, that's his first guess, shark. <laughs> and he's a policeman. Come in there to investigate a murder out of jurisdiction, and they're like, oh, yeah, look in the sack. It's fine. Just look in the sack. And he's like, oh, okay. Oh, wait, no, it's scary. Oh, spooky. I'm all... And he doesn't look in it. Dude, listen. You're a police officer investigating a missing girl. A bunch of fucking hillbillies roll up, (laughs) 
holding a sack that's twitching and dripping blood. Well, uh, I'm, lo- I'm looking for a girl, not blood. <laughs> so, I can't be her. And his whole thing is, well, I don't want to look foolish. It's like, dude, it's an investigation. Investigate. Have egg on your face every so often. He's hiking up this hill, man, to get from, like, where the pilot dropped him off. He's sweating right through this piece. <laughs> I thought it was going to come off. Slide right off. But, and this investigation <laughs> skills, this is why he was writing speeding tickets. Yeah. yeah. Well, the piece we should talk about, because we talked about it every night. Um, well, it's a different piece every night. It's been a different movie every night and a different piece every night. But the interesting thing is we noticed this time around that uh, he has a credit, his own credited hairdresser which is clearly, like, the person that, like, shaves the rug off of the floor and puts it on his head. But it's also interesting because, like, clearly, like, that has to be someone specific in a black room. Like, oh, yeah, Nick's going to do his hair real quick. Yeah, we'll be filming down there in a second. Like, they, do, they say an incantation to get it on there. <laughs> like a black room, like, the lights are off? Like, they're doing it in the dark? <laughs> yeah, or just, like, a curtain so no one can see what's going to happen. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Well, this is back to what we pointed out uh, with the film Knowing. This is a piece with no sideburns attached. Was that extra? <laughs> I don't understand. A person with no sideburns. It's very unnatural. If you're buying a piece, shell out for the burns. I think it's because he's riding a bike a lot, and it's a little quicker. A little more aerodynamic. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, I see. On his gas-powered motorcycle. <laughs> so this first encounter with the shark beast or whatever is in that thing... Just a sack of jelly, dude. Mm-hmm. ...begins... Sub- like, every person he talks to, is, he's like, well... I'm here to investigate uh, uh, the mission of uh, Rowan Woodward. And they're like, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Yeah? Okay. Yeah, no, no she's not here. They're so bad at lying to him. Everybody, but, and ooh, about everything. It's ooh, not just the murder. We don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't see anybody. Uh, yeah, he, and, but he's also, like, he gets belligerent immediately. Like, he go, like he's, he's a little annoyed with the sack scene, then he goes up to, like, the inn, and he's like, you got a fucking room or what? And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that's the problem, man. I think that's, like, the labuteness of it all. Yeah. He's just, like, instantly rude and, and just getting in these women's faces. And, you know, yeah, the barmaid serves him mead, and, yeah, it's the grossest beverage of all time, but... That's looks, all they had. He also looks around the room. He's like, oh, must be ladies' night. <laughs> yeah. All right. You know what? Shut up. <laughs> and uh, he kills a bee in this scene. Oh, yep. that's a big no-no. Yeah, it's a, that's homicide on the island. That's what they care about. <laughs> Little girls, men, they can die. Oh, no, you killed a bee. <laughs> oh, no, you smushed a bee. <laughs> Somewhere there should have been a crossover of this movie and that movie. It's, it would make sense. Maybe that was the bee killed. Oh, Barry B. Benson was murdered? Yeah. <laughs> There's no reason I should remember the name of Jerry Seinfeld's <laughs> bee character. But it's like, maybe. Where it's is a- that in your mind palace? <laughs> What's a my pals? It, a mind palace. Mind palace, like Sherlock. Oh, mind palace. Mind palace. I thought you said my pals. Like a website. Like, these are my pals. Isn't that like a kid's show on Netflix? No, that's what we're renaming the podcast. <laughs> my pals. Well, I, I just like the idea of like a cute little bee movie is going on, like animated thing. Like, oh, we got to make all this honey. And you zoom out and it's the fucking Wicker Man. <laughs> like, it's like two movies at once. One is about like this cute thing. Oh, no, a honey shortage. Oh, but my the- God, it's a giant Wicker Man. <laughs> <laughs> 
So he finally meets up with this lady friend, and she's playing like they're all not listening to me. They don't believe me. But everybody knows you're just watching The Wicker Man. Like, she's in on it. And, like, she's, like, noticeably younger than her, but they're pretending they're the same age, which they, what they do in all these movies, where it's like, oh, remember when we used to have those times when I was 19 and you were 38? <laughs> yeah, she's, like, title-era Fiona Apple-looking and Nick fucking Cage. <laughs> she looks so much like Fiona Apple. It's, it was disturbing. Turned out she's just some Australian actress who <laughs> yes. hasn't done much. That with, look- with, with the last name Behan. <laughs> oh, do you think that's what landed her yes, the role? Yes. They wanted to put as much B references as possible into this movie. If you didn't notice, the, the uh, truck stop waitress called Nick Cage Honey. Yeah. I think he's called Honey multiple times. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's, a, it's a brilliant screenplay. B. Arthur was supposed to have the Ellen Burstyn role. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Better that movie. Yes. That would have been awesome. I love Ellen Burstyn, but I love B. Arthur more. She Ma, been... you came here of your own accord. <laughs> hey, that's another couple where the, she, the old the old lady was was younger than yes. Arthur, yeah, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Estelle Getty was younger than. Wow. Uh, yeah. Ma, you're blowing smoke on the bees. <laughs> She'd be drinking the whole time. <laughs> it would be great. I mean, Ellen Burstyn's outfits are a little less weird than the shit she wore on the Golden Girls, though. Wasn't B. Arthur like a bartender in Star Wars? She was. Yeah, in that holiday, holiday special. Holiday special, right? You guys like that. <laughs> Before you were done asking the question, I definitely just heard some dude go, Yup! See? <laughs> it's that kind of room, man. These are internet radio guys, gals, and <laughs> they know about the Star Wars holiday special. I mean, I just feel like the whole the trick of this show is like waiting for them to finally talk about Star Wars. Well, we, we, <laughs> we teased <laughs> it with George Lucas, it was foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> Now we're going to get there. Uh, so Nick Cage is in the hotel, and Lily Sobieski is there. That's a stretch, dude. It's an inn. Is it an inn? Okay. It's certainly not a fucking hotel. It's a Westin. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> She's credited, by the way, in, in the end credits as Sister Honey. Mm-hmm. Who, Lily Sobieski? Yeah. yeah. Cool. But so, that's, I mean, like, that's, you've got to be, like, a chosen one. If you are, like, they all have, like, plant names. There's, like, uh, Sister Rose, Sister yeah. something or well, other. Well, Sister Honey was born with BD Chlorians. <laughs> Dude, just please no to the exit signs at all times. <laughs> but I would just went, God damn it. <laughs> That's what I'm going for. You're here. riling him up. So uh, like the teenager that Nick Cage is, he goes into his room and he doesn't find his Paul Giamatti tapes. And he starts screaming, where's my tapes? Where's my tapes, mom? Where'd hey, you put them? Hey, who went through my stuff? But it, they're listening to my tapes and making fun of me. It's also this. I'm holding that for Tony. The, the spoiler alert: the whole thing is like you know he's. It, it's all a, a lead up to killing him at the end. Yeah. But like I guess the idea is like oh yes the ritual must be the Wicker Man must be 50 feet tall and he must be uh, the guy that goes in there must have had sex with one of our women earlier and this that and the other thing and we have to fuck with him for 48 hours <laughs> Dude, just an increasing amounts just whatever oh take his tapes like why <laughs> it has to be because this is the most roundabout way to fucking kill someone. <laughs> I've ever seen. It'd be so much easier just to be like, oh, dude, just come on in. Like, you know, oh, why don't you meet your daughter and just hang out for a couple of days and then, then kill him. I think they're still building the Wicker Man. They're like, stall him, stall him. <laughs> <laughs> I would like a movie just about the building of the Wicker Man. Like, I, like a Rogue One of the Wicker Man. <laughs> 
What's that thing over there? It looks like it's two feet or something. Is that what is that? Nothing. Ah, shit! It rained all night. We're <laughs> gonna pull it back. The oh man, it's cherry wood. That's gonna look like shit. We planned the date. It has to be May Day, May first. There's no rain date. It's got to be rain or shine. How's it gonna burn if it rains? All right, get tell the pilot to bring us gasoline. Oh fuck, we killed the pilot. <laughs> Oh, man, the way they kill the pilot is so weird. They, like, cut off his arm and stick branches in it, and it's also in his mouth. What is this, Titus Andronicus? <laughs> yeah, they but fucked that dude up, man. At the, towards the end of the movie, you realize, oh, this was all set up from the start, from the very beginning, so the pilot was doing what they wanted him to do. Yes. They just kill him anyway. You know what? It's just bad practice. It was a test. Nicholas Cage not only was the Wicker Man the whole time, he was also a secret shopper. <laughs> and for that pilot, nobody knew. And because he failed, that's it. Like, oh, no, the district manager might be coming. <laughs> Undercover boss of this island. I also love how, like, this guy has, like, got sticks in his eyes and all this shit. Nicholas Cage is still, like, reaching for a pulse. <laughs> like, yeah, you're good, man. Oh, he might be okay. You can eyeball that one. He's dead. <laughs> and, like, th- th- this is, like, the sort of increasingly, um, like, he goes to bed and, like, he hears noises. There's so much of him, like, messing around in barns in this movie. And, like, he almost maybe... falls through this creepy barn. Well, he kind of he does. He hangs on, though, which He's is kind impressive. of fighting this barn. <laughs> yeah, this barn kicks the shit out of him, but he tries his best. This is the fourth straight movie where he falls through, like, a floor and pulls himself back up. And I was like, there is no upper body strength in Nicolas Cage to pull that off. Rocky Seven, he's fighting a barn. <laughs> Get over here, Bart. I'm going to kick your ass. Where's the broadside? You don't have to fight that barn, Rocky. We have money. No, I got to do it. You can't win. It's a a wooden structure. All my other furniture is gone. (laughs) I got nothing left but the storage in the barn. Rock, put on these hay gloves and get to work. That barn was forged in Hell Rock. You got no chance. Ooh, Hell Barn. I like that movie. Yeah, bunch of evil Amish put it up. It was a barn forged in Hell. Hell Barn. Starring Nicholas Cage. It would work so well. He pitchforks, right? That's right out of Hell. That's right. Often yeah, found true. in barns. Often found in Hell and barns. Do you think Hell has a lot of barns? <laughs> yeah, I think Hell is mostly barn-based. Yes. Lots of hay. Hell is very old. We yeah. know that. Yes, mm-hmm. for sure. From the books. <laughs> so, there we- That's just the I one, right? the one. Hold on a second. You guys read the Hell books? <laughs> really good. It sucks that they changed it so much in the TV show towards the end of the season. So. Yeah. <laughs> he gets breakfast the next day, and he's like, hey, Goober, where's the honey? <laughs> Dude, this might be the rudest he gets. He's holding up one of those cute little, like, honey bear containers, you know, and he's like, uh, I thought you made your own. What is with this store-bought shit? <laughs> and Lily Sobieski's just like happening to walk by and she's like, this isn't a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> and he notices that there's all these, uh, there's a wall of pictures um, and he's trying to get his daughter up on that wall. No, he's got, oh, there's this wall of pictures and uh, they're pictures from the festival, the previous of fertility, yeah, right? previous festival. No, 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 not fertility, of harvest. harvest oh, harvest. Sister Beach says that like 
the fertility festival is far too sacred to take pictures. Oh, of right. Yet. You cannot photograph. No, no. You can oh, only put right. it up on Pornhub. Yeah. That's right. No, the, the best picture is the one from 93 when the spin doctors were there. <laughs> yeah, Summer Isle used to have these really cool, like, music fests. Yeah, sure. That's music it. Music fest. <laughs> that, that was it. Some of them don't go long. Some of them just end right there. <laughs> And um, so, like, uh, at this point, like, Lily Sobieski is, like, she's, she's doing this thing, like, take me with you, with, which, again, I'm like, is this the con, or is she actually trying to leave? Or that would we... make this movie interesting if someone wanted out. Yeah. But she's also just fucking with him. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like being the only sober person at a party where everyone's really wasted. <laughs> it's so annoying. And then you're just on the other side of the screen watching that happen. <laughs> Makes it even more annoying. This movie's annoying to watch. It was pretty hard. Well, he, but Cage is getting increasingly more and more annoyed and frustrated because everyone's lying to him. Wouldn't like, you be? Well, yeah. I mean, in the, in the schoolyard scene, he gets oh, really, really pissed off because basically they're like, okay, I'm going to go see where Rowan uh, took classes. And it's... Took classes? <laughs> yes. Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> She's taking classes at the Learning Annex. <laughs> Taking classes. And it's uh, Molly Parker in a room full of uh, younger girls, and she's like, hey, what is the essence of a man? And like these two girls at the same time are like, phallic symbol, phallic symbol. And he's like, oh, that's bullshit. Like, he's just like <laughs> creeping in. It's amazing. Do you know why the two girls say it at the same time? Why is that? Because they're one set of like nine sets of eerie twins in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> I also read in the IMDb, IMDB uh-huh. trivia that... Correct. That, uh, there his, was a real tongue twister. Folks, folks, folks calm down. <laughs> that his name is Mal- Malus Male Phallus together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's just great writing. <laughs> That's what that is. Yeah. And, like, you, again, you should pull Molly Parker out. Like, can I talk to you for an investigation? And in the middle of the class, he erases her whole board. <laughs> oh, my God. Just to write the name. The name that he just fucking said. Why does the spelling matter? <laughs> Do you know her or not? Like, oh, that took all day. And um, they, th- this is a scene from the original one where there's a bird stuck in a, a desk. In the original one, it was a beetle, which was... I like better. <laughs> you like the be- beetle over the I over do, the crow? I do. There's a beetle running around a little nail and shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That's like right. the maypole. We don't get enough maypole in this. There's not no- nearly enough. We see one in the background. Not enough. Not and enough. And they've already done the ribbons. <laughs> oh, so the maypole was like invited there. Like, oh, sorry, your scene was cut. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, yeah exactly. You like, see the maypole leave. <laughs> <laughs> Featured extra the maypole. So are the, are the kids going to turn me around, or uh, how's this going to work, Neil? Sorry, just ran out of time. The, uh, but they open, the, the bird pops out, and he's like, who would do a sick thing like that? Well, he, he freaks the fuck out of these kids. Well, it's like a really weird, he's like, what? <laughs> like a real mystified, like, what? what? It's Wouldn't like you a be out. a bird flew out of a desk? <laughs> I'd be screaming my head off. <laughs> Wouldn't be saying, What? <laughs> Then he looks at, like, her little roster, you know, and the name's right there. And he turns to the rest of the class. This is, like, the best line in the movie, I think. Uh, the best, like, non-B line, right? He goes, you little liars! <laughs> and he's, like, pointing at all of them. 
And then he turns around and you're the biggest liar of them all. Like a baby. Like a total fucking baby. (laughs) You're the biggest liar. Uh, At this point, Molly Parker's like, look, uh, that girl died, but it it was totally regular. It was like a regular death. It was a regular old, she'll burn to death. Yeah, that happens to kids sometimes. What is with that line where she says it twice? Oh, no, she's like, he's like, what happened? She goes, she'll burn to death. And he's like, say again. And then she said burned, like, past tense. Past tense, yeah. right? And then, like, it Ellen, comes to nothing, surprisingly. But Ellen Burstyn is behind, like, watching this interaction. Ooh, good fucking with him. That was good. I like that. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> nice brain teaser. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, like, basically, and again, like, he runs into another Molly Parker, and she's like, oh, what? And that's it. Yep. It's just, just two of them. That's it. <laughs> it's another eerie twin thing. And she goes, or he says, like, Oh, didn't I just see you? And she goes, no. <laughs> yeah, this movie's, this movie's like the only thing creepier than a woman is two of them. <laughs> if you're great, they were like, like, didn't I have black socks? Why do I have yellow socks? You came in with yellow socks. Like, ooh. <laughs> B. <laughs> and, um, like, basically, he, he keeps going back to the, the mother whose name is Willow. Uh, Willow Woodward, uh, related to Bob Woodward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, no, it's not. All right. <laughs> she had I think go, he would have broken this wide open. <laughs> he could have, yes. Well, she had to go into exile because Nixon was hunting her. <laughs> <laughs> All the pagans bees, dude. That's the name of the book. That joke worked for like 10 of you. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, and you know what? I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, what you get? <laughs> yeah, and like, you know, basically, like, he keeps going back and he's like, well, how did she die? And this, that, and the other. He's like, I don't think she's dead. I think that they took her and blah, blah, blah. And they go and they visit her room. It's got like a creepy, eerie, like, help me sign underneath the desk. It's a dense etching of help me yeah. and sad emoji faces. <laughs> it's well, fucking awesome, though, because he's like, uh, did you see what's under this desk? These are some disturbing doodles. <laughs> you got nothing else to do on Summer Isle. <laughs> help me get me a television set. <laughs> It, every house is full of disturbing doodles. That's probably pornography there. <laughs> she was drawing pornography? Well, maybe not her, but other residents for sure, right? Oh, I mean, you, I they don't have it, right? Do you think they have pornography there? Definitely. <laughs> we're not going around the room. We're not going to do <laughs> no, that. No, no, no. I refuse. One at a time, we're going to You say your name, and if they had pornography there. <laughs> we'll pass the mic around. And we're going to we'll all be here for four hours. <laughs> you can also add what kind you think they had. It's all just sepia photos of naked women with bees on them. Yeah, dude, it's all bee play. Well, we should talk about the men of the aisle, right? Yeah. Like, they're yeah. these dudes that I have their tongues cut out, I think? Maybe. It's like... They... I, I think the mouths are full of bees. Oh, you think... All the time? They're all the, the time. That's I where they're keeping that's them. I think that's their curse, is their mouths full of bees. Do you think it's human honey they're making? Like, these dudes are shitting out honey or something? <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> That's just... not how honey is made. Well, if your whole body is a hive... <laughs> Yeah, no, I they, think it is. No, they vomited out like the fly. Okay. I don't want this company's honey anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but it's royal. <laughs> and um, my, one of my favorite scenes is when he uh, kind of takes a nap on this dock. And, oh, yes. <laughs> like he's trying to find the harbor, the, the harbor pilot so he could use his radio and this, that, and the other thing. And he's like, well, this is as good as anywhere else to take a nap. And he does. <laughs> and he, he sees Rowan under the water and he like jumps in to get her. And she's dead, and he wakes up in a, in a fright. He's like, wow, that was messed up. And then he looks down, and she's on his lap, dead, and he goes, oh, 
And then he wakes up from the dream, finally goes, God damn it! <laughs> like he stubbed his toe. It's, a, it's an amazing delivery. It's fantastic. But it was crazy, dude, because that was when I synced up with the movie because Cage and I said it at the exact same time. <laughs> oh, God damn it! Because you don't need a fucking fake-out in this movie. Th th that's the middle act is just all fake-outs. It's like, oh, go down here. Oh, it's a fake-out. That's a fake-out, too. But that's this is where you also get the sexiest part of the movie, though. Oh, what's that? Because he gets sick and tired of waiting for this pilot to come back. So he strips down and swims the four feet to this plane. <laughs> it ain't bad. It's just it's, Cage it's and wonderful. his boxers. Ooh, those little chicken legs. <laughs> Digitally added hair as it's going. <laughs> it just gets out. He's waving. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. There's some like underwater cage in this movie, and that shit is hanging on for dear life. <laughs> uh, and like, basically, as it's going on, he um, he's asking all these questions, and all like he's meeting all these people. He meets uh, Francis Conroy of Six Feet Under. Oh, that's right. He gets stung by all of the bees. which is yeah. All of, the bees. Every, every last bee. one of them. And he's allergic. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's like uh, Macaulay Culkin and My Girl. <laughs> yeah. He would have been the wicker man had it not happened. Yeah. That was the wicker kid. Yes. They were running a long con on him, and it was eventually going to get up there. Disney's the wicker kid. <laughs> is Ellen Burstyn his mother? <laughs> oh, that could work. What's a better movie, this or My Girl? I, I guess my, my girl, girl. I haven't Are seen it. Are you sure? It's got, a, it's got a funny death in it, right? Yeah. It's a good one. I mean, this one's funny, too, but it's only in the unrated version where you get that, the, the bee helmet. helmet. Right. Bee helmet is great, by the way. Oh, important detail, by the way. She lets slip that this girl is uh, their daughter. Oh, right. Yeah, and he's like, that's information that could have been useful way earlier. <laughs> Because like, right when you wrote that fucking calligraphy letter. But, but if I, also, everything is bullshit, so who cares in this world? Because if you're doing this whole bullshitting thing, dude, don't you want, like, the guarantee right there in that letter? Like, we had a yeah. daughter. Oops, she's also gone missing. Yeah. Then he's definitely coming. They're playing too fast and loose with this scam. <laughs> it bothers me. It's sloppy as shit. But they also do this thing. Well, I would do some math. I'm like, oh, I was engaged to someone nine years ago, and now her, she left in a huff. I've, I haven't seen or heard from her since. She wrote me this letter saying her nine-year-old daughter is missing. And, yeah, and if he knew that, he could have... <laughs> if he knew it was his daughter, he could have really put it to his friend in the police department, like, listen, put out an all, uh, APB on this girl. Man... This is Your booze only make him stronger. <laughs> it's true. Eric, Eric, stop it, or I'm going to call the FBI. No, you can't do it, too. No, we can't have two. We got only one, is... one asshole per show. <laughs> I've been converted. He's with us now, Andrew. <laughs> He's with us. Thank you, honey. Oh, uh, wow. Whoa, actually, Cabin, you just fucking took the crown, man. <laughs> wasn't half bad. <laughs> it's worthless. So, yeah, he meets Frances Conroy. She's like the island doctor slash amateur photographer. Um, but and, he's also yep. getting his face all up in these beehives, knowing that he's, he's, got, a, he's, he's got the allergy. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got that old-timey bicycle, and he's <laughs> running right through the hive. Yeah, it's like, it's a death wish. Go around them. There is just something really funny about Nicolas Cage using a bicycle for con conveyance through this whole movie. 
Because it's like demeaning. Here he is. He used to be a motorcycle cop. Now he's on fucking the same bicycle that Walter Matthau rides in IQ. <laughs> <laughs> and it also, it looks like he doesn't know how to use it, really. No. Of course not. Well, I think he's just, he's, he's shivering from all the bee fear he has. <laughs> bee fear, I have that. <laughs> no, do you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Who likes being around bees, man? Beekeepers? <laughs> no. Jerry, that not... I feel is like a glutton for punishment kind of thing. By the way, yeah. some of these women in this commune have the, these beekeeper outfits. They just look like Jawas. They do. Oh my like God. Like Jawas and cardigans, which I'm way into. It's like a really <laughs> relaxed Tatooine, man. <laughs> it's like Jawa Christmas photos, I guess, would be the idea. Yeah, yeah, there's like reindeer on them. <laughs> Um, we call it Life Day. All right, pardon me. <laughs> well, do the Jesus. Jawas celebrate Life Day? I thought that was for the Wookiees. Well, I, I think maybe everyone does, um, right? Um, but Jesus Christ is not <laughs> Jesus Christ is not canonical to Star Wars. I went through the entire Essential Guide to Characters. It wasn't in it. Can't even say Happy Life Day anymore because not everybody <laughs> celebrates Life Day. <laughs> Whoop de doo! Didn't he give life to IG eighty <laughs> eight? No, C-3PO. Oh. oh, wait, no, Anakin. See, I'm confusing Anakin Skywalker with Christ now. People are slowly filtering towards the exit. <laughs> or the bar. That's plenty of Star Wars. Thank you. Uh, just about enough Star Wars. If I do it slowly, they won't notice. <laughs> Which is true. Um, and, yeah, so, like, uh, he finally meets Ellen Burstyn, and she kind of lets it... She's, she's kind of giving the idea of the whole... Uh, the, the whole situation with this island and all this stuff, because what happened was settlers went to Massachusetts, Salem, Massachusetts. Uh oh! And they were like, uh oh, the witch trials. Let's travel thirty thousand miles west. <laughs> How many miles? A lot. Okay. I know it's Quite less than lot. that. I'm well aware it's less than that. <laughs> I thought they got lost or something. <laughs> That was part of the story I missed. <laughs> Where they went in circles for a long time. <laughs> yeah, and for a really died. long fucking time, yeah. Well, this is the part of the movie where she has to give all this, like, expository dialogue in case someone hasn't seen the original. But and she does not give a shit about this movie, by no, the way. No, nor should she. Nor should she. Burstyn. Yeah. She's like, yeah. Oh, I, was, I was in The Exorcist. I'll just read your shit. Yeah, I won a fucking Academy Award. Fuck you, Neil Butte. <laughs> and, yeah, they went to... Uh, <laughs> Salem, and then we came here, and we made some honey. Yeah. You're still hanging out here, even though it just got stung by bees. There's bees flying all over him during this casual conversation, by the way. And he's smacking at him left and right, and she's not getting offended like that barmaid did? Like, one or the other movie. Either they're mad when you kill bees, or they're not. And he's trying to get her television set for, t for heroin? Is that oh, what's going right, on yeah, yeah, it's Nicolas Cage and Marlon Wayans. <laughs> And they're running around. Oh, great, Mom. Your TV's on wheels. Let's roll. <laughs> oh, Edward. I'm so happy you came over. <laughs> Would you stick around? I got some toffee for you and Jennifer Connelly. <laughs> I'm going to be on television with the bees. Does this ferry go to Summer's Isle? <laughs> no, you're doing good. The, the cops are a good organization that you should work for. Yes, <laughs> In any event, there's four guys making fun of the saddest movie of all time. <laughs> and, yeah, and she's like basically, she's like letting him know what's going on. She's being very like elliptical and like, 
But she doesn't tell him anything. He's like, well, what about the men? She's like, they're useful in some ways. I'm like, which ways? <laughs> like, are, are you having sex with the men on that island, or do you have to go elsewhere to have sex with them? Like, how well, does that work? Well, when they're attacked by Sky, the men can shoot the bees <laughs> at the plane. I do not think their mouths are full of bees. Well, then you're a fool, Stephen. <laughs> can you imagine, though, just for two seconds? Okay, all right. Steve, just imagine. One, two... Shut up, Eric. You're watching this movie, and, like, the dude in the little, like, seaplane flies over, and Ellen Burstyn's like, turns out he's a traitor. And then, like, four of these gruff, voiceless motherfuckers just roll up, point their faces to the sky, and just go... I mean, cabins onto something. It would be stupid city, <laughs> sure. but population me, man. <laughs> How awesome would that be? It would work. I think it would work. I've been totally pro- I've been play. proven wrong, <laughs> Steve. I'm just saying we'd still be talking about this movie's victory at the Academy Awards <laughs> to this day, this very day, 13 years on when it swept the Oscars. <laughs> And um, he's like, hey, can I, uh, can I exhume the body? Is that cool? And she's like, no problem. It's not fucking there. <laughs> she has, Ellen Burson has such a baller fucking move at the end of this scene. And it's something I now, like, wish to do. Like, I'm going to look for a moment when I can do this. She wants to end this conversation, right? She's had enough of talking to this guy. She just goes... He's Nicolas Cage, wouldn't you? <laughs> she just goes... Uh, uh, your conveyance has arrived. And then this weirdo just wheels the bike out. This guy looks like if Richard E. Grant ever played a pervert. And it's just like, get the fuck out. Like, in the most polite, baller way I've ever seen. Well, the thing is, you need to have an estate to do that. You need, like, you can't just Step be like... Step one, get an estate. Okay. Yeah. You can't just be like, get out of my apartment, man. That's not cool. Hey, Steve, your conveyance is here. (laughs) What, my Uber? Great. Like, that's not... Yeah. Or, oh, wait a second, though. I called you an Uber, right? That's kind of... But I didn't call an Uber, right? I did. This conversation is done. (laughs) I guess guess the men are supposed to be the drones of this colony, since they don't talk, they don't have their own And she's, like, referring to it as our colony. You only see them do manual labor, like stacking logs. I don't know what they're doing with that. They stack them so they can fall over. They're making a wicker man. Oh, right, the wicker man. You stack the logs, you lift them up, now you got yourself a wicker man. Is it just wood? Isn't wicker supposed to be better than wood? Yeah, I don't know know what wicker is. (laughs) Now, uh, look here, Sister Summer Isle. You didn't tell me you needed a door on this wicker man. This is going to be a whole nother two days. The festival's over. Hold on, how many goats? Oh, jeez. There are so many goats of this wicker man at the end. And I'd like to think that there is, like, a goat Wicker Man movie also going on. Like, all goats have <laughs> yeah. to get there on their own accord kind of a thing. Like, it's like, oh, Please then, like, help me. <laughs> oh, man. A goat gets a letter from his ex-girlfriend, yes. who's yeah. also a goat. And all the sheep are acting weird when he gets there. <laughs> exactly. And that Our thing- daughter's been kidnapped. <laughs> Kidnapped. <laughs> there it is. That's the there one. it is. All right, it was more clever than any of mine. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Man. Yes, it was. 
Uh, he did. Oh. Oh, please. Hmm? Another inappropriate thing. He goes through, like, the doctor's office, like, in the, in the back room, you know, after she leaves. Oh, I love this. And there's all these, like, fetuses and jars, yeah, like, all these pickled the, babies and all, whatnot. All the wrong Ripley's from Alien Resurrection are there <laughs> oh, for some yeah. reason. Well, Stewing I, in honey, I guess? No, it's just, he just goes to that bar in uh, the Brooklyn Alamo. Like, you go right past it. Oh, right. <laughs> But, like, it's like Craster's Keep here. Like, they're taking all the boys like, and putting them in jail. Craster's Keep, right? Huh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, north of the wall, right? Oh, some Game of Thrones yeah, stuff. Yeah. Got oh. it. Just say Game of Thrones. Game, uh, then I'll know to be quiet. Oh, uh, uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> it is like the thing in the Game of Thrones. <laughs> By the way, this doctor also is like, well, yes, I also am the photographer for the Harvest Festival. And, uh, yeah, photography was taught to me by my mother and her mother before her. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's this passed down trait. From time immemorial, we have been photographers. That's <laughs> uh, pretty great. But when he leaves this doctor's office, after getting, I think, no information. Sure, he gets no information the whole movie. Right. He comes out, and Willow is standing there. And he's like, hey, I think I have no leads. <laughs> but he promises, like, oh, but I'm on to something, I think. I'm just like, it's going to happen. It's right around the corner. I can feel it. But first, let's just start making out for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Like, he gives her a kiss, like, well, it'll be okay. And then he's like, say, <laughs> that's familiar. <laughs> <laughs> And actually, that also happens in the Goat Wicker Man as well. Is the goat goes to the goat go doctor's office, gets no leads, and now two now a goat's making out with a sheep. That's exciting is for the, someone. Is the one goat three and the other goat twelve? <laughs> yeah, yes, that also works out. Okay. Uh, so at night, uh, he he digs up the body. It's not a body, actually. It's a, a doll. It's a. This is the famous how did it get burned scene. <laughs> Which is fantastic. And you know what that amounts to? Nothing. <laughs> but he says, I don't know. And that's the end of it. <laughs> but, but he's acting like a guy that's looking for something really specific at a Dwayne Reed. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's, like, where, he's like, where are the walnuts? He's like, I don't, I don't know if we sell. Where are the walnuts? Where are the walnuts? <laughs> it's, like, it's a fucking pharmacy, sort of. I don't know. <laughs> Also, the answer to how did it get burned is fucking fire, idiot. <laughs> Drone strike. That's what got it. Unless it could be a dragon from that popular Game of Thrones program. <laughs> but it's like only the face is burned. And like, if you think the girl got burned with right. this doll, that doesn't make sense, right? Yeah, no. no. Someone just burned a doll off a of face. You know, that's face's doll or doll's face. <laughs> If the girl went up, the doll certainly went up as well, yeah. I would think. So someone's burning doll faces. Big deal. <laughs> You're pitching a new Batman villain? There's no hobbies on this island. You'd be burning doll faces. <laughs> we he teach all sorts of hobbies here on Summer's Isle. Honey making. <laughs> photography. <laughs> doll burning. Uh, excuse me, photography is for my mother and me only. <laughs> Fetus pickling. <laughs> That's mine too. Are they are they eating it? You think? Oh come on! No, well, come, man. come on! People have eaten fetuses. Come on. Grow up. I, I need to grow up. That's yes. 
What's gonna happen? Uh-huh. What do you think happens at the Harvest Festival? You're not <laughs> eating them? Yeah. Well, that's the thing is I do need a little bit more of the Harvest Festival. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it, maybe some of the songs, it some of the games. Scene, yeah. Know, yeah. I mean, I guess it takes place in autumn, and this is May 1st. Yeah, everyone's kind of hot. Yeah. The, it's the one game. Burn the sap alive. <laughs> uh, he winds up going to a crypt, and, like, again, this is just a sick prank that is played on him. <laughs> He's like, oh, man, I see her sweater un- under this water. Let me get- yet again get inside some water. And they, like, kind of, like, lock him under there yeah. overnight like he's a freshman on the swim team <laughs> or a, something. He is a wet cage in a wet cage. <laughs> yes. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. That's true. Yeah. Astute observation. Yes. <laughs> it's very true. And he's in there for 12 hours. Did he turn to Aquaman? <laughs> Nobody does have some more hilarious visions of that girl getting hit by the fucking truck. Uh, but I do believe Nick Cage thinks he can talk to fish. <laughs> oh, definitely. Oh, 100% on that one. <laughs> yeah, he isn't some more sick DVD menu nightmares, which are fun. Yeah. At one, po- at one point, uh, it's amazing. The, uh, he's having this nightmare. It's like the last one I think he has where the, uh, the female patrolman comes uh, and she turns into a bunch of bees. Oh, right, she explodes <laughs> into a swarm of bees. And I'm like, that's the movie that I want, similar, similar to your like, Harbor Master problem. Like, yeah, like, maybe at the end, Ellen Burstyn is like, but I've been bees the whole time. <laughs> oh, it's like a, like a bee Dracula. Yes. That'd be really cool. She, she opens her cloak. The, the, it's a mask. Yeah, and then have all swore. these bees. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Look out, Charles! It's your newest nemesis, the Stinger! (laughs) And it's just a mutant that turns into bees. There's got to be at least one. In X-Men history? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so this is when he gets out, and this is when he's really pissed off. This is when he starts punching people in the face. Anyone who gets in his way. It's a punch party. It's just like, dude... Because he, he does the, uh, the one, uh, the, 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 the innkeeper. Yeah, Sister Beach gets yeah. punched in the face, and he takes her bear costume, which is really cool. I, House Mormont, right? <laughs> oh, oh, but actually, actually, before that happens, he goes into Sister Summer Isle's house. He's oh, like, yeah, here we go. This is what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> it turns into the bee shining for a little while. Like, it's just like him opening doors and weird shit's there, unexplained, totally. There's First door. <laughs> With there's two doors. Gotta talk about them at equal length. They're both <laughs> equally fucking stupid. Okay. First door he opens. There's a dude in this bed, totally nude, just covered in bees. No, bee stings. Bees and bee stings. It's like a beef sting fetish guy. The stinger's so big. But he's looking at him like, you could close the door, asshole. Like, <laughs> I ain't done yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, hey, man, it's McKink. Close the door. <laughs> this ain't the bathroom, buddy. Keep looking. Six more stings and I'll shoot. Get nope. out. Get out of here. I'm not into wasps. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> now I, I feel like now I feel left out for there are no, are no more bee puns to make <laughs> I don't know I'm sure we'll find something uh, and but then door number two door number two is just a naked lady oh, laughing I thought, that, I thought that'd be the bathroom <laughs> where's the bathroom where's the bathroom in this Dwayne Reed how Where do you is find it? the can how do you find the can 
I bet that's filled with bees, too. And they're like, sir, sir, we just don't let people... How do you do it? Uh, so it's just a naked lady sitting on a stool with a bunch of bees on her. Laughing at him. Yeah. <laughs> Laughing and lying. Well, I guess it's like the idea is like he, he's now overdressed. Yeah. <laughs> he's now like viciously overdressed. Oh, I see. I do love his wardrobe in this movie. He's wearing like this tweed suit the whole time. Like, he, when he gets, like, nude on the dock and then swims for a little bit and then comes back, he puts the entire suit back on. He doesn't he, get nude. I well, wish, I wish he did. I wish he no, did. No, I know. Yeah, didn't. sorry to... But then, like, when he, when he fucking sleeps in that sewer and then he comes mm-hmm. back up, the suit is all on again. Hey, man, it's okay to let the tie go. <laughs> yeah. It dries fast, too, right? It's yeah. like supernatural. There's creepy stuff happening on this island. <laughs> Uh, he commandeers a bike, which is fantastic. Get off the bike! Get off the bike! And then he pulls a gun on this woman. <laughs> Step away from the bike! <laughs> It'll get me there 1.5 times faster. I'm going to point a gun at you. It gets back to the inn. He punches Sister Beach. Yeah. And then Lily Sobieski comes in, and he kicks her. Oh, yes. And it, it's like Hadouken. <laughs> She flies against the wall and cracks all the pictures. They have a Kill Bill fight out of nowhere. It's like, what are you talking about? That does not, and yeah, there's like, she's punching. He's like, she's taking punches, giving them back to him. There's some bad post-production work here because she jumps on his back and there's like, I swear to God, like a tiger growl. <laughs> and she makes some like heinous high-pitched noise. Before the kick, though, a chop to the throat. Yeah. Oh, man, <laughs> save something for Kill B Volume 2. <laughs> See, I told you, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> just had right to there. wait. Yeah, if you just <laughs> wait, dude, it was going to get fucking stupid again. <laughs> That's what people want. There's all kinds of stupid insect jokes I can make, Steve. <laughs> Please do not. <laughs> they like stupid. <laughs> it's kind of amazing because this one woman has, everyone else has, like, just, like, kind of, your regular old masquerade masks, but this woman like takes it really far and has this entirely full bear costume. It's like Glenda, come on, you're showing us all up here. Well, Go there's th- a real confounding uh, conversation between her and like the dock lady because mm-hmm. the dock lady's referring to murdering that pilot, and she's like, "Oh, hey, uh, sister, what's her? Uh, what's the bear lady's name? Sister Bear Lady, sure." She's like, hey, Sister Bear Lady, I did that thing we talked about. And she's like, oh, good. And then this lady's like, so, I see you'll be fitting back into your bear costume again. And she's like, yes, once again. To which this woman goes, soon you're just going to be a family of bears. What what the fuck are you talking about? No, it's like a fat joke at her expense. She's like, oh, you let your bear costume out again this year? And she's like, come on, man. Well, Sister Bear Costume herself goes, every year, this bear costume gets a little tighter. I'm self-conscious enough, I'm dressed like a bear. I don't need to be a fat bear. The best thing about this bear costume is it looks like the masturbating bear from the old Yes, it does. It does. 100%. They wind up, he's finally at the festival. The spin doctor's canceled this year. It's a real bummer. Even Sister Hazel pulled out. <laughs> they would fit so well. I know, it would have been perfect. And, um, well, the spin doctors pulled out because that dude had been dead for 25 years. I think he's alive. 
Spin Doctors guy or no? Who am I thinking of? Are you thinking of maybe Allison Chains? Well, that dude's definitely dead. Yeah. Kurt Cobain? <laughs> that dude's also definitely yeah. dead. Who else is dead? Uh, Chris a lot Cornell? of people. Oh, I'm thinking of the dude from The Blind Melon. Oh, right. Because oh. of the bee costume. Oh, that would have been great. In the, in the Yeah. In, they should have played, but that dude's definitely been dead for 20 years. In the Not Dr. Spin. In the B uh, spin. in the B thing in the in the B hotel room there, the third door should have been the blind melon video. Like you know what I mean? Oh right, door she's just in there be... dancing. Yeah, exactly. But like she's all grown up, and it's like, oh, this is just sad. And he kind of closes the door. You think she ever pulled that out, at, like as an adult, like at a Halloween? Party? Oh, for sure. Or, no, I think I feel like the movies you just never talk about it, or you talk about it, but you can't do it ever again. The like the Nevermind baby, that dude talks about it all the time. Is he like naked in pools a lot? <laughs> so he pulls up to all the conventions, dude. <laughs> hey, you get you put a dollar in that pool, I'll go grab it. <laughs> hey Gary, do your pool tricks. <laughs> Wait, are there are there alt rock conventions? <laughs> Grunge sure. conventions? Yeah, it's in like the parking lot of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Get your picture with John Popper, seventy-one dollars. It's called ponytail gating. <laughs> Yep. No, it's dumb. It's dumb. It's so fucking dumb. Uh, and at this point, there's a fake out because Rowan is about to be burned, and he, like, this is when, like, Cage makes his move and unties her, and they kind of, like, go through a fake kind of chase scene for a little bit here. He yells at somebody right around here, you have my permission to stay out of the fucking way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not too shabby. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. He gets cell phone service for a second, and then he doesn't get it anymore. It's a, it's totally a, pointless. Yep. <laughs> yep. Totally, totally. This movie's like an hour and 45 minutes. It could have been a hot 90. It could have been 13 minutes. It's just the beginning <laughs> and then the burning. That's it. You're right, because you shouldn't take this roundabout way of fuckery to just kill this guy. Yeah, just start with the extreme misery scene yeah. and then go from there. <laughs> yes. And, uh, yeah, so then... Um, he, she, she runs off and leads him to the, back to the pack, and now it's, oh, my God, you've come here over your own accord, right? That whole bit? Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah and she's you know, basically kind of laying it out, like all of, this has been, uh, all of this has been preordained, and the lady from the inn is like, we all wrote that letter. And I'm like, all of you? <laughs> like, too many cooks, man. That's why that thing is just like, it's all, all right, over the, the place. the letter R is finished. Pass it to the next person. <laughs> okay, now you do the O, and... Go back around. <laughs> it would take forever. That would actually be brilliant if they did that because then no handwriting expert could ever pin it on anyone, right? <laughs> That's true. Or it's just like, we need you, I need you urgently. And then someone's like, oh, what if you said like really fast? And I was like, oh, God, they have that argument for an hour. <laughs> it also looks like a <laughs> ransom letter that you made from different magazines if a bunch of people are doing it. That's what it should have been. <laughs> That's what it should have been. All from Honey Weekly. <laughs> Is, is that not, real, dude? It's, no, I don't dude, know. is that real? It's it real, be. but it's not about what you think it is. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, then and, I'm not interested. And, you know, it, it turns out the little girl was in on it, and Willow was, everyone's in on it, basically. And all these people start taking off their masks. I've seen this movie four times, and I never realized that the patrol woman was in on it the whole time. Because yeah, yeah, so, yeah, You know exactly. why? Because there's cop two- friend from the beginning of the movie that, like, was the nosy Nelly that looked at those pills? Uh-huh. She was in on it. You can't tell because everyone is fucking blonde. Too many fucking blonde <laughs> yeah. people. There was hey, a- man, whoever just shouted why, if you think we knew, would we be fucking up here? 
I think she's in on it because it's like, oh, there was no stamp on the letter I got. So I guess it makes sense. It's good writing. Well, it's a, also, still, it was hand delivered by her. It's a, it's a Neil Butte movie, so even a female cat has to be in on the plot at the end of it. <laughs> Goddamn female cats too, girl. And the little girl from the beginning is there. Everyone and the mother—they're yes, both there. Right, the people you thought exploded. And Sean Penn comes in with a birthday cake and gets shot. <laughs> Some of the David Fincher film, The Game. <laughs> but it's kind of like, yeah, I mean, like, I, again, I don't know how they pulled off that, that highway stunt. That's the most aggressive stunt they've ever played. That's straight that. up magic, dude. I want a whole movie about that, because that <laughs> yes. is really something, you know? Like, yeah. you, th there's fire in the car he sees, <laughs> unless he's taken those pills beforehand. Oh, maybe, maybe he always had those pills. Wait, <laughs> they spiked his coffee. That's the uh, thing. Oh, yeah, oh. At the diner. He was I'll, just tripping balls or, the whole time. Or was Francis Conroy driving the truck? <laughs> okay, maybe. Mm -hmm. It's a long form, long haul trucker. No, dude, a bunch of bees were driving the truck. <laughs> you see, like a bunch of bees steering it, like tons of them. And then we've like, trained our army of bees to drive this big rig. A swarm of bees turns into a foot and pushes the gas. <laughs> oh, that's it. The bees airlift the girl and the mother yes. out. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Uh -huh. Much like the fan man. Yes, this makes all all the sense now. All right, now now it's clear. Now it's clear. Yes. So they do, they knock him down and they break his legs. Ooh, that hurts. Now, this is where we diverge theatrical cut and director's cut. Mm. One. Yes. <laughs> Different cuts! <laughs> one is way more hilarious than the yes, other one. Yes, for sure. And it's not the one I saw when I saw this in theaters alone. Who saw this in theaters? James Franco? No, he's in it, sir. He didn't see it. <laughs> he never saw it. Wait, did any of you guys see this in theater? No. Oh. No, not at all. Not in a million oh, years. I was smarter in 2006, believe it or not. <laughs> There's Fair drugs enough. and outside to do. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Cabin, he does outside. <laughs> oh, he does outside well. Oh, that Chris Cabin, he does outside. Intensely. He do outside good. You see that hole in the ground? Chris Cabin was here. <laughs> Uh, so in the theatrical cut, it's like this helicopter shot of like the little festival, and you just hear Nick Cage like, "Ow, my legs! <laughs> no, my legs are broken!" <laughs> but in the director's cut, you see like this misery-esque like sledgehammer scene. Everyone's, "Oh my God, what?" <laughs> This wave of surprise that came over everybody. Your left leg represents the last harvest, Curse Splat. <laughs> and the right leg represents all the honey we're gonna get. I can make some honey, Mark. <laughs> These stupid women up here telling me I can't make some honey. <laughs> Gallagher can make honey good. Okay, oh. okay, oh, you know what? We're going to fill his mouth with bees. We can't take this <laughs> yes. anymore. Holy shit. That makes Holy sense. Holy shit. Gallagher can do outside. <laughs> and then, of course, the bee helmet, which is just amazing. Why would you cut this from the theatrical version? I don't, like, it doesn't make it an R rated movie. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. there's no point to this no movie. No one's coming either way, man. <laughs> exactly. Who cares? You're going to sweep the Razzies no matter what. 
It didn't, though. That's the shocking. Yeah. Oh, no. That's this was right. nominated for five Razzies, and it lost all of them. It got shut out by Little Man. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, well, that makes total sense Yeah, then. maybe rightfully on that one. Never mind. Um, and it's a helmet with the, the funnel. And I don't know what this is for. I don't know, like, It's George, for pouring bees in someone's face. Did they, yeah. did they do this to the goats? Yes. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. like a goat-shaped one, though. You know, there was like a snout and room for the horns and whatnot. And it to... was just a can. <laughs> oh, my God, that goat's allergic to bees. You never know, right? You do never animals, know when a goat is allergic to We're like to animals, me. right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. animals should be unique like that, too. Right? Exactly, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Oh, Francis Conroy does have that weird line when he gets stung by all those bees, and he's like, oh, did you use my EpiPen? Yeah. And she's like, no, stupid medicine. We did it the old way. And I'm like, what, sucking on it? Like, <laughs> I, I, yeah, he's we, allergic to bees. We, How did you stop we that? We siphoned the sting out yeah. of it. It's got a little bowl full of stingers. And this is, yeah, he's screaming. They go in his eyes. They go in his mouth. And it's like, it's fantastic. It's just the best. Yeah. And he's screaming, no, not the bees. <laughs> oh, big boy, not the bath. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it, it's, it, it turns into a Nickelodeon show all of a sudden. You know, it's like, what would you do? It's like, here come the bees. And I'm like, no. You can't be that on television, dude. <laughs> yeah. I got tricked into going to Double Dare. <laughs> Mark Summers pops out. Mark oh. Summers Isle. Right. Oh. That way he could also film Unwrapped there when he talks <laughs> yeah. about sweets. Here's um, how they make the honey on Mark Summers Isle. <laughs> okay, Edward, you can come out of the Wicker Man if you can find the ribbon in his nose. <laughs> yes! Oh my god. I would have watched more Nickelodeon if they were burning kids. <laughs> I'd be watching it today. <laughs> It would have been like Nick Arcade, like you die in the game, you die for real. Oh, right. Like, well, Timmy, you lost on the magic carpet game. It's time to get uh, thrown out back and buried alive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yay, children's television. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, you know, he, he, he gets stung all over the place. And then uh, Francis Conroy does give him the EpiPen because he's like, we need you alive. I'm like, then why'd you sting this man with bees? <laughs> Again, dude, we're just fucking around. Yeah, we well, just yeah, we kind of planned that before we knew you were allergic, but we still <laughs> yeah. really wanted to do it. Yeah, we in, do it every year. In reality, when he gets the knees knocked out, he's just gone. Yes. Yeah, so if, if, if I was still, if I'd be screaming, "Isn't that enough? <laughs> Haven't you done enough to me?" Because you know what it turns into. Remember in that first Austin Powers movie where the gag is Will Ferrell falls through the floor. Yeah. And he won't fucking die. Yes. That's what this is. No, now both of my legs are broken. <laughs> now I have all these bee stings. Here comes anaphylactic shock. <laughs> and the Wicker Man shows up. Finally, he waltzes in. Love that. <laughs> Much guy. like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. <laughs> Oh Just no, I thought of, into the movie. I thought about a wicker man. <laughs> we used to build wicker man by the lake at Camp Aconda. Andrew knows way too many useless lines from Ghostbusters. Burned alive all my relatives. <laughs> and you know, they, they put he, he does he does do his best impression of the, the original movie. Oh god, no! Like he's doing the exact kind of thing. It's kind of great. Oh god. Oh my god! 
That's what it that's is. It. That's, that's what it is. It. That's what it is. It's not. Which, like, what is that, right? Is that, like, is that one for the fans? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. Oh, he screamed like other guys scream. Good movie. <laughs> Me like movie now. Scream good. Scream sound like others scream. And I appreciate that there's a wiki, wicker man pulley system. They pull him up. And there's just a goat smoking a cigarette. Like, yeah. Ex-girlfriends, man. <laughs> It's just me, the wicker goat. It's a living. <laughs> so this little girl sets him the fuck on fire. Man. His own daughter kills him, which yeah, is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. He's screaming the whole time. Here's something, though. You don't get, like, any shot at all of him catching fire. Well, yeah, you can't. Why not? Yeah. Again, who cares either way? Yeah, all right. No one's coming. <laughs> you want to see that, that piece get set on fire, right? That goes first, man. <laughs> yeah. That's Flammable. just like if it's too hot outside that catches on fire. Oh, no, that's what it is. Like, they do the bee sting thing. It's like, oh, my God, this can't get any worse. They rip it up. It's like, not the bees! No, not the bees! I was thinking more when everything else is burned and just the thing floats down onto uh, the pile of ash. Much like a naked gun movie. Yeah. <laughs> so and, he's dead. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's long dead. Yes. And if you watch the director's cut, that's blissfully where it ends. If you watch the theatrical cut, it continues for another, like, fucking ten minutes. Because we get, like, a six months later situation... And it's like, I don't know, San Francisco or some shit. Doesn't really matter. Yes, sir, James Franco. We're fucking getting to it. Are you James Franco? We didn't fucking forget, man. That's the freaks and geeks section, dude. That people fucking love it over no, there. It's more likely it's the, the Ritter boy. <laughs> oh, oh Jason Ritter's yeah, here yeah, tonight? Yeah, yes. So but, si Sister Honey's at this bar, Lily Sobieski. Right. And she's a honeypot here, right? Yeah. That's right. Because she's luring men... But you can't boo everything. <laughs> yes, they can. That's their right. They paid for the ticket. The thing is, this opens up the idea that like this shit's going on all the time, and who has the energy? Not only that, like, you have to go out. You have to get. In, you have to like date someone for eight months, then like leave them at the altar, get pregnant, do the whole thing, and then twenty years later, burn them in a Steve, big fucking dude. It gets more specific than that because James Franco said that he just graduated from the police academy. Oh, what? They have to be cops? Yes, this island it's in the pagan bylaws, dude. You gotta fucking execute a constable. Summer yeah. Island hates cops because they're like, hey man, we get the fucking news here. And... <laughs> <laughs> And I just want to, I want to know the uh, police academy with James Franco. Like, was he with Mahoney? Did he get into some hijinks? It was just him in Hightower, man. Also, how specific is this? Like, oh, man, I'm also allergic to bees at this bar. Just casually letting you, the audience, know. I think it's that specific. I think it has to be, it's like this checklist they have. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, and Franco's wearing a piece, too. Yes. Well, not yet. You know it's going to come. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's probably there already. It's just a good one. The guy's got money. <laughs> And so she's like, oh, where are you going when you leave this place? And he's, well, home. And she's like, oh, home. When you go, will you take me with you? And he's like, oh, cool. Like, we're going, you know, have some relations possibly. No, right? but you know, it's yes. a, you know it's a scam. Someone's going to, like, hit you with a tire iron once you leave. Like, dude, don't In do that. In that moment, he doesn't care, though, man. He's not thinking scam. <laughs> he's ready to get it on. And the last shot of this movie in the theatrical cut is Lily Sobieski in a close-up 
laughing. Again, doing a terrible job sure. at uh, hiding the fact that she's about to wrong this person. And she's like kind of smiling, and then you hear like they crank the levels on B noises. <laughs> and I was like, does she have some in her bag? I th- <laughs> no, I think she's also made of bees. Yeah. Oh, like, secretly made of bees. Yeah. And she's at the hippest uh, candied bee restaurant in San Francisco. <laughs> and then, just in case you forgot, Nicolas Cage was in this movie at some point. He just starts screaming on the soundtrack. But all you're looking at is Lily Sobieski, and you're hearing bees and Nicolas Cage screaming. I had the stupidest thought once when I watched this. I was like, wait, I know it said six months later, but is this like, is that, is James Franco Nicolas Cage young? <laughs> Lily Sobieski's Willow? It's, no, it's not. It's, it's not. Idea. It's a dumb idea. And lay off the pipe, man. <laughs> <laughs> and Jason Ritter would be Aaron Eckhart. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's actually, Jason Ritter has more screen time than Aaron Eckhart. <laughs> Somehow. Somehow, uh, and that's the end of that movie, Bliss. Yes. It's, uh, it's unfortunately dedicated to Johnny Ramone. You know what? I bet he was really happy about that. Yeah. I want to be sedated, folks. It was right there. Wow. Wow. I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Eric, I want to be your boyfriend. <laughs> All right. You were always my boyfriend. I tricked you. And now we're going to burn you, because we're at the end of the movie. That's, we, that's how we started. We should finish. Yeah, Come on out, wicker man. <laughs> you know what? Missed opportunity at the end of the credits, by the way, uh, where your ASPCA thing has to come up. How about a nice, fun, little, no bees were harmed? Yeah. No, no, they can't do that because they definitely were. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Definitely were. Hey, if I'm signing on to this movie, we're killing real bees. <laughs> real bees. Um, before I ask the guys on this stage, let me throw it to you guys. Uh, first, how many people would recommend this movie to a friend? Mm, okay, shh. Wait, your part's coming. Who would not recommend this movie to a friend? Mm. I think tonight the recommends have it. <laughs> just yeah, saying. And I agree. I, I, I would too. It's just, it's, it, it is like, it, it drags in the middle. It's totally nonsensical. But literally those moments of him getting stung by bees are worth their weight in bee gold. Yeah, I would say watch the unrated cut. So I'll yeah, say absolutely. yes. Yeah, I mean, it's a one and done for me. You have to see just to know that it exists. Right. <laughs> but never see it again after that. I, I give this movie about a B. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, so would I. That's right. No, I'd recommend it. Um, not only for the bees, though, but for him jogging in that big bear <laughs> costume. Yeah. It's so... I mean, so much of this movie is unintentionally fucking hilarious. Oh, but he did that thing, like, he came out later, he's like, yeah, the movies are supposed to be funny. Oh, no, you, you cannot you know, when backtrack. I, when, I, when I tripped in math class, that was on purpose, so you guys are kind of laughing at yourself. <laughs> that time when we were in gym and I was stuck at the top of the rope we had to climb and I peed my pants, totally a gag. <laughs> when you guys booed me, I meant that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so 
We're going to start wrapping up here in just a sec. Um, but we want to thank you guys for coming out. You've been awesome. Give yourselves Give a round, a round of applause. applause. Thank you. And thank you, B-Guy. <laughs> oh, fuck, Wait, I didn't wow, even see that. I didn't see this. Someone Stand up, B-Guy. Someone is dressed Stand up. in a bee costume. That's fucking awesome. This is the man that's here to kill us tonight. <laughs> Six Ember B-Rannis! <laughs> Uh. <laughs> oh shit that's that he just screamed the thing that the Joker screams before he murders Eckhart yep uh, uh, another quick question is there a Paul Bauer here oh. stand up Paul Paul Bauer introduce you to Paul Bauer Paul Bauer has attended every single show uh, this week round of applause for yeah. Paul Bauer that is some insane shit, man. There he is right there. <laughs> that is dedication. Boston, we greatly appreciate Boston, it. Boston, D.C., where, uh, Philadelphia we were at, and we were. New York. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I'm getting loopy. Was it worth it? Yes. Oh. I, don't lie to uh, the people. You, know, you would have brought how, a the house down if you said no. You how really great would've. is this guy? He's polite. Yes. Because <laughs> he doesn't mean that. <laughs> Uh, so as is the case uh, for every We Hate Movies live show, we like to end it with a little bit of internet correspondence. Um, because the, the best, quickest way to get the most accurate and entertaining information is to go on the internet and find shit on the IMDb user review section. This is where the real opinions are at, people. First one, we got a couple here. First one comes from Star Ocean Boy. Seems like there should have been a 69 at the end of that <laughs> yeah. username. Well, no, you know what? That worked backwards. Star Ocean Boy 69 went first. And then they had to go, oh, well, I'll take this. All right, then I'll take the other one. Because usually it's the other way around. Well, the other one was 69 was taken. You yes, exactly. That's it. Backwards. Uh, okay, so here we go. Great movie. 10 out of 10 stars. Well, I thought the movie was absolutely fantastic. The story was not only perplexing... <laughs> but captivating as well. I don't agree with the majority of shuns for this film, and the reason may be that I have not had the opportunity to see the original film. <laughs> Yet 40 fucking years, man. And also, I'm not Amish. <laughs> so I have nothing to compare it to. I was amazed at Nicolas Cage's portrayal of Edward Malice, Amazing. and also the pagan people of Summer's Isle. The movie confused the hell out of me, Always what you want when you go see a movie. Man, I love being confused. <laughs> you know, I love like going to the movies, paying $20 <laughs> to be confused. The great movies always perplex you. <laughs> and I found myself trying to grasp and infer all the information I could because I was trying to understand exactly what this movie was about. I'm waiting for the part when we get to what justifies the 10 out of 10 stars. <laughs> So far, it's pretty wishy-washy. <laughs> I felt that I could not quite comprehend until it finally ended. <laughs> and then I still didn't understand. <laughs> the reason being was because I did not understand why the community created this elaborate plan to lure and deceive a man who knew nothing of them, <laughs> that his ex-fiance would allow their daughter to set him afire, and why the townspeople sat there and watched a man burn to death. Great Dude, question. this guy wasn't listening. <laughs> no. 
Ellen Burstyn laid it all out. Maybe he went to the bathroom. Oh, Does yeah. he know what 10 out of 10 means? <laughs> that means, like, the best. Oh, it's, it's like the wicker man, there will be blood. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Essentially, this is what makes the movie a must-see for anyone, despite the reviews. It allows you to think for yourself. And in the end, and in the end, what you thought is not what is reality. You know, I never thought for myself before, but I just watched the Neil LeBute remake of The Wicker Man, <laughs> and now I'm thinking for myself again. Oh, is this like a red pill oh. bullshit? Is that yeah. what we're talking yeah, about? Yeah, so this it. guy got unplugged from the hive, man. Yeah. Oh, shit, man, just squeezing one more in. You get radicalized. <laughs> we're, not done. we're not done yet. You get radicalized by YouTube videos, now all of a sudden you like Neil LeBute's Wicker Man? Not good. Not good. Not good. Couple more, a couple short ones. Sure, here. please. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Martina Kerberg, 430876. Martina Kerber? Yep. Uh-huh. Is exactly what I said. Okay. Subject line, Nicholas Rage. <laughs> 10 out of 10 stars. Mm-hmm. Warning, spoilers. I enjoyed the part where he punched a bunch of people. Maybe the greatest thing ever put to the internet. <laughs> that's the end of it? That's, the, that's it. That's literally okay. it. All I right. love it when he pounds no. them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I enjoyed the part where he punched a bunch of people, period. End of review. Sure. 10 out of 10 stars. Yeah, man. The best movie. The last one comes from Nicolas Cage himself. Oh. This was he did an interview. Not this on, was, wait, wait, this is not on IMDb. Not IMDb. Right? No, no, no. <laughs> This is also pulled from the internet. Not the IMDb user reviews. I'm going to fix that score. <laughs> Nicholas Cage, 69. <laughs> Trivia, I'm great. <laughs> this is him talking in some interview. They asked him about, like, you know, regrets. Clearly, you've had a few. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, would you... Do you regret doing The Wicker Man? Yeah. That's basically the idea. And he says... Um, I would like to hook up with one of the great Japanese filmmakers, like the master that made Ringu. And I would like to take the Wicker Man to Japan. <laughs> like the actual structure? <laughs> or the That's going to take a lot. Well, the ashes would be easy, right? Yeah, yeah, you get an urn. Except this time, he's a ghost. <laughs> We are We Hate Movies from right here in New York City, everybody. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming out. It has been a long four days. You. you have been fucking awesome. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.